0: Chapter 38. March 11th, 1999. Age 44. Robert flew to Texas. When he arrived at the San Antonio airport, he met two more marshals. "This is Marshal Lewis," the older one said, motioning toward the other man. "And I'm Marshal Martinez." Since Robert had only the clothes on his back, there was no need to go to the baggage claim area. So they went straight to the parking lot, loaded up in an unmarked car, and the Marshals drove Robert to a hotel located in the downtown area of San Antonio. "'You'll be holed up here for a while,' Marshal Martinez said. Even though Martinez was of Hispanic descent, his Texas drawl overrode any ethnic accent he might have had. "'We'll be getting you some ID first under your new name before we can get you an apartment or job. Do you have a high school diploma?' "'No, I never finished school,' Robert replied." But I did get a GED when I was at the Danbury prison. Under your old name? Yes. Well, that's not going to work. We'll need to get you a GED with your new name. He gave Robert the key card. Feel free to get out and stretch your legs. There's plenty of bars around, lots of sights to see. Robert was taken aback by the marshal's suggestion. He figured they would know he had a drug and alcohol problem and wouldn't suggest such a thing to him. It made Robert realize that he was going to have to depend upon God as well as himself to avoid that pitfall. You have a per diem of $40 to live on. Robert furrowed his brow. Per diem? Per day. You get $40 for food, drink, travel, and incidentals, Marshall Lewis said as if reading from a manual. $40 wasn't a lot of money. Robert knew he'd have to rethink the way he spent. What about clothes? All I've got is what I'm wearing. We don't have a specified fund for clothing. You'll just have to buy it with your per diem. Robert laughed. I'm barely going to eat with that kind of money. Listen, I just think it's going to look funny that I'm walking around this hotel every day with the same clothes on all the time. The two marshals conferred with each other. I'll see what I can do, Martina said. Over the next couple of weeks, Robert was very involved in the process of his transformation. Two days after Arriving in San Antonio, he was given funds to go shopping for clothes and shoes. A few days later, they flew to an undisclosed location where Robert received a new Social Security number. After they returned, the marshals took him to the Department of Motor Vehicles to get his Texas driver's license. He was supposed to have two forms of identification and proof of insurance, but somehow the marshals were able to get him past that requirement with just a thumbprint. After taking the test and passing, he got his driver's license. As Marshal Martinez drove up to the front of Robert's hotel, he said, you'll be taking the GED test tomorrow. What? I thought I'd have some time to study. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it will all come back to you. The test intimidated Robert. It was true that the last nine months of his incarceration were spent studying the courses offered to him by set free prison ministries and that he had done very well on them. But his education in basic essentials was limited to eighth grade, and even with that he didn't remember much. Looking back, he was able to see that all the time he spent clowning around or in detention or suspension were wasted years. That night he prayed that the Lord would help him with the test, and the next day his prayer was answered when he received word that he had passed. Whether the marshal had anything to do with it or not, he didn't know. He did know, though, that God had something to do with it. Robert was now ready for the next two stages, finding employment and a place to live. But before he could continue on with his quest for a new life, he had to deal with a personal tragedy.